This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. They have the pleasure of introducing Good Neighbor Gary Smith with People Serious About Litter. Yes. How are you doing today, Gary? I'm doing very well. Thank you. We're excited to learn all about you and your organization. Now, people serious about litter. What what type of business is this? Well, it's not a it's not a it's a nonprofit business. Okay. I'm in the business of caring about litter and changing the culture surrounding litter. Okay. Now, when you say litter, you are you talking about most Road garbage stuff. on the streets not, not, or, yeah, I mean, yes our parking lots around businesses uh certainly things that usually get thrown out of car windows or are dropped with careless people okay so I, I know my listeners are probably saying okay you're serious about it but what do you actually do to prevent litter or to reduce litter well i think the big i've been doing it for 14 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've done many, many things and continue to try to do things to make a difference. But to answer the question in short, I think most of it is prompting. We, I have a group of people who pick up litter with the hopes that it removes the blight, the ugliness, but it sets an, an example. And hopefully that has a, 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 a ripple effect on the community. So you're building the awareness. And I, I know I, I'm from New York. And um, when I go back, I realize how how clean Florida is and how dirty, <laughs> you know, New York is. Yeah. So, I mean, litter is a big thing. And I think raising that consciousness is very important. How did you get into this business? Well, when I came to Florida in 2008, which is 15 years ago, uh, and this month, 15 years ago, uh, I wondered about what I wanted to do with my life and retirement. And I read a book called Don't Retire, Rewire. And it was like a workbook. And as a result of what I learned going through the exercises in the book, and I thought, you know, I think I want to I do something connected with litter because I had childhood fantasies about the problem. So I rekindled a childhood fantasy about my desire to do something about litter. No, I, I think very, people are very much appreciative of this, and that's something uh, conscious. And like I said, that's one of the big attraction to Florida is that it's it's nice and clean, and the sun is shining, and the the, the water and everything else, and you know, and litter could hinder that. I know um, on the beaches and the parks and everything else. Now. Um, what are some of the myths and misconceptions when you try to explain this to people uh, um, in terms of your business? What what things that may not may not be clear as to? Um, well, I think we uh, there are a lot of people who think it's it's not my job. That's why we have people in the city who get paid to pick up litter, uh, but uh, they. Th- they say, hey, what business do you have with litter? You know, they don't understand it, why I would have the motivation. And uh, they uh, they also think it's hopeless, you know, making a dent in the litter problem. They think it's a waste of time. So they're negative. And I don't know why, but 
I can only guess. But you get a lot of that. And then the, the opposite of that, I get a lot of people who are excited. That's how I find my volunteers. They say, you, the litter guy. Oh, I've heard about you or I've seen you. And, and they join and we, I put them to work. And I, I try to be creative about the way I use them. And I've had man, I made some fantastic friends. And because I've been doing it so long, I've also lost quite a few friends because they're no longer with us. But, and I mourn their absence. Yeah, um, litter, I, I see that more of a, a mutual respect, you know what I mean? You know, you want to clean your house and the outside of your house, and you, you, you just, we all appreciate it. I mean, if you own a store business, you normally clean the outside. I think just all of us get together, it's, it's kind of a mutual respect, you know. Um, cleansiness, I think, makes you feel energized. When things are clean, you just get a certain energy and refreshed and so forth. And, you know, um, I know you're, when you're not busy being the litter guy, um, Gary, what do you like to do for fun? Well, that is a big part of my fun doing that because I'm meeting new people, lots of stories to tell about my interaction with businesses, with government, with government officials, all of that has been fun. And, uh, and, but aside from that, uh, I'm 81 years old and my vigorous activities for enjoying myself have been somewhat curtailed. Uh, I used to do a lot of motorcycling. Um, and I, uh, I had a motorcycle in, in Belgium for a while. I used to go to Europe and motorcycle. Uh, but what do I do for fun right now? I've done a little bit of international traveling and a little bit of philanthropy and Guatemala. I've been to Guatemala five or six times in the last few years and working with a, a school, uh, a Mayan school in the, in, in the countryside. So yeah, uh, I do for fun. Uh, I have family, so I enjoy my family. Uh, let, let's change gears a little bit, uh, Gary. Um, let's talk about one um, hardship, life challenge, something that you went through and could look back today and say you're better and stronger because of it. What comes to mind? Well, I mean, if you go way back in my life, I would say my hardship, uh, I, I was dyslexic and I had a hard time in school. Uh, and... Uh, it caused me some bitterness and anger, made me a little bit of a juvenile delinquent, but I got over that. And uh, I had to live with the fact that I'm a slow reader and I, I struggle to put words into ideas. However, I'm kind of proud of the fact that I was able to get several degrees. I, uh, I got a college degree and uh, then I got a, a theological degree and became a, an ordained clergyman, but uh, that wasn't necessarily the best route for me. I, maybe I overreacted to salvation and went to seminary. It's a little joke, but uh, I went to law school and I became an attorney and I spent 31 years uh, working for the government as a bankruptcy trustee and bankruptcy administration. So uh, 
Uh, that's what I did. And I'm pr pretty proud of the fact that even though I was, I struggled uh, to become academically uh, efficient, I was smart enough to marry a wonderful woman. And uh, one house, uh, one wife, one house, it's the key to a little bit of financial success. I've been married 59 years. And so uh, that's pretty much the, the real core of, of what my difficulties have been and which led to my successes. So yeah, have, they, they talk about the um, cord is stronger when it's binding together that two, two, I forget the word, the cord in, in, in scripture, but it is good to have a partner there beside you to um, with the highs and the lows and just make life more um, enjoyable. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit there, Gary. I'm going to make you a little uncomfortable, okay? Um, <laughs> I want you to narrow it down to one thing, one thing that you want our listeners to really know about, uh, remember, about people serious about litter? Well, the one thing I want to get across to anybody who listens to this is that I am currently active, so I am soliciting relationships. I am welcoming new ways to be affiliated with people who care, and I am willing to adapt my modus operandi and my my even my goals to the with with people I meet because it's a living thing. I'm I'm out there trying all kinds of things, and I we don't have the time, but I uh, I've worked with all kinds of programs. I've designed programs like student series about litter. Particularly, I worked with the police department and got kids who were busted for delinquent behavior who had to serve community service hours. And there were months where I worked with them, uh, sometimes on Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes I had 18 kids who were getting community service hours because the police department required it. Uh, and and I met some tough kids, kids that had to do 30 hours. And then after they were finished, they said, can I continue working even though I don't need the hours? That's very rewarding. So I made friends and I've had great great relationships picking up litter and i'm i'm trying to throw myself out to the public i love the idea of your organization of your magazine of the st lucy west neighbors i live in st lucy west and i'm soliciting anybody who listens to me who wants to find a little spark in their life to seek me out meet me at panera's have coffee and I can tell you about some fun things that, that you can do in your life, like maybe joining the Rotary Club, uh, uh, maybe picking up litter. I have, uh, I'm now for the first time since the beginning of November, I have now approached litter problem deep in private property. That's like the big shop, the shopping centers. Okay, and I'm working with code compliance of the city and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm exploring things, to, how to deal with the problem. We have, we have troubles, it's a struggle. It's a nice community and I, I wanna make it nicer, but I'm also willing to talk about the problems. And that's usually where I get in trouble because people say I become negative. Yeah. 
because I, I look deep into the challenges. Sometimes when you expose those challenges, it's perceived as negativity. And that's the last thing I want to do is, is to be negative to the community or okay. hurt, hurt anybody. Well, Gary, I'm sure what's on our um, listeners' minds right now, especially a lot of them who are, I believe, is serious about litter, is how can they get more information? Uh, well, they can call me, my home number. It's my cell number. It's 412-977-0426. If they're curious, they can look at my website because it has background. The website posting is old, but the content is very accurate. The philosophy, it talks about who I am and a little background. And uh, it, that would be Shaq, S-H-A-C-K dot Smith, S-M-I-T-H at Comcast dot net. And that's another way to reach me. Uh, I've shown my seriousness in many ways. Most recently, I just donated 10 parking benches to St. Lucie West. That costs a little bit of money, but I'm proud of the city because it cost them a little bit of money to install them. So that was a partnership. Well, Gary, we really appreciate having you on the show. We wish you and the organization the very best moving forward. Okay. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I'm excited about what you're up to. And uh, I hope uh, something comes of this for both your your uh, company and my volunteer, voluntary efforts. Thank, Thank you. you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpportstlucie.com. That's gnpportstlucie.com. Or call 772-362-3840.